you know, we think about a dash of grit being one time, one moment in life where you have to really show up and really work hard and get across whatever hurdles in your way to that success that you're trying to reach. But what if happened? What, 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 when you're young and you got to show the grit and when you're in school and you got to show the grit and when you're, what if it's all the time? What if you were raised having to show grit? Sometimes that's the best kind. We're going to tell that story next with Mark Sposal of Davy Tree. Next. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. Folks, I love success stories. And too often we think success stories come just for the, the chosen few, the silver spoon, the folks that uh, have the, their father's name on the, on the, on the company door. And, uh, and we don't realize that most success comes from the ground up. And I'm excited for you to meet a very successful, a very grit conscious, hardworking man who has made it good from, uh, from, from the ground up. And in fact, it's about the ground. He is working with Davy Tree. He's the vice president, general manager of commercial landscape services for Davy Tree Expert Company. They are professional tree care, plant health care, landscaping. They're in 45 states in Canada. And Mark Sposal is the vice president, general manager. Mark, welcome to Dash of Grit. Thank you. Glad to be here. I know a little bit about your story because we've talked before, uh, but I am excited to learn more. And I know that you've overcome all kinds of challenges and hurdles uh, by your own hard work and just getting busy. And I applaud that. And I think our listeners are going to love that. And you've really accomplished a lot through that. And so let's talk about that after you kind of brag a little bit about either yourself and your family and how great things are or about Davy Tree. Tell me what success looks like for you now, because I know you've worked hard to earn it. Well, I, I, I'm probably not going to brag too much other than the fact that, um, you know, my bragging comes from the team that, that we have around us. And, and that's personally and professionally. And and going to jump to uh, something I do pretty well is, is um, you know, I, I think I can find another level of effort, success in driving people. Um, I'm, I challenge them. Uh, I help them see what winning looks like. And I'm very relentless in the pursuit of them achieving uh, what the next level is for them. And I, I think that that's probably the best thing that, that I do as a leader of, of people is I, I truly try to find another level um, for people. And I'm interested, do you try to find the, uh, another level for people for the growth of Davy Tree or for the individual you're working with? Which, what's your goal there? Uh, well, in both or in that situation, both win. Yeah. Uh, you're developing your team. You're developing a deeper bench. Um, obviously it's strengthening the team. Uh, but when you're talking about developing that person, it's a career. It's no longer a job. It becomes a career and that career impacts them. It affects their family. It affects their friends, everybody around it. So, uh, there's a lot of people that win when, um, somebody finds out they have another gear or another level. So that's why it's so important to me. When I see people move up a career ladder, it just gives me great pride, uh, to see those accomplishments. Yeah. And, it, and like you said, it builds Davy Tree. And what, what is it that a general manager, vice president, commercial landscape services does? What are you responsible for at Davy Tree across the country? Well, I help oversee uh, all of our operations from Hawaii to Washington, D.C., from Minneapolis down to South Florida. So we provide professional grounds care to some of the most prestigious properties in the country. It could be a, a government property. It could be a 
high profile um, cemetery like Arlington Cemetery or Woodlawn Cemetery, uh, golf courses around the country we take care of, um, huge HOAs in Florida. They're all over the place. We have some of the biggest uh, large retails and a lot of uh, hospitality and then also um, hospitals, the so big hospitals like the Cleveland Clinic. So we take care of, of uh, all of that. Well, that's a lot. And you would think that someone who has that kind of responsibility um, has done a ton of master's classes and, and, and all kinds of different things and, and just kind of walked his way into that. And, and uh, but you earned it. And, and, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about some of the hurdles you had to overcome to get where you are today. You can take me back as far as you want, but I know, uh, I know it hasn't always been easy. So let's, let's go through some, some gritty stories about overcoming some hurdles and get to where you are today? Well, you know, early on, um, and I don't really call this a hurdle other than it's a, it's just something that we face is, is we didn't have a lot. My family, we didn't have a lot. I'm not going to say we went without, but, you know, I was one of those kids that had that special colored lunch card yeah. that I knew that it was either free lunches or discounted lunches. And, you know, you carried that, you had to listen to the remarks that were said to you. Um, you know, we didn't live in a big house. Five of us shared you know, one uh, bathroom and we just, but we may do. And, and, you know, we may not have had a lot, but we did have, we had family. Um, so you're growing up and, and, uh, and my mom and dad did whatever it took to, to make sure we had clothes, we had food, we were at whatever event we needed to be. They, they, you know, they spared nothing to make sure that, that, uh, you know, me, my brother, my sister, we, we, we had things, but yeah. Again, it was not easy on them. So you saw that, you just saw the work ethic and, and that created a, a foundation in me. Um, so going to school, high school, uh, I wasn't a great student. Um, I didn't love being there, um, but I did, I did what I had to do to get through. Um, so after high school, I, I, I went on, um, went to a local community college and was really trying to figure out who I was, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be. I always knew I wanted to, I liked being outside, mm -hmm. but you know, even then, back then it was, there's a lot of pressures to, to make you feel like you had money, you know, that you want to take the job with the most, most money. Cause people, you know, that's how people judged you. And, and I wasn't there. Um, but I was going to school, trying to work in part time. And, you know, I came across Davy tree. I, I was looking for something actually, my mom had recommended she, her, her boss at the time said, you know, you send Mark to, to Davy tree. They're an incredible company. They'll take care of them. They'll help them. Yeah. Um, and so I, I came to Davy tree, interviewed after hours, uh, showed up in, in muddy clothes because I'd been working uh, out doing a hardscaping job and met with a gentleman after hours, he, he stayed and just had an, an incredible uh, interview um, he's like, Hey, you're, you're the kind of person that's going to fit in here. It's a, it's a good connection. Um, so, um, you know, I took the job on and right from the start, it was, you know, again, not knowing what I wanted to do. A lot of things, you know, I, I really think everybody in life goes through a boot camp. Okay. Mm. But what I mean by that is, 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 you know, Boot camp might be college. It might be truly the military. It might be a job. It might be whatever it is. It might be their parents. And you also find that at different stages of your life. But but Davy Tree was my boot camp. It, it it truly helped me recognize 
a lot of things of, of what I wanted to do, um, you know, who I wanted to be. And it helped me find that I truly did love being outside and love working with my hands and doing things. So didn't worry about money because I found something that I loved. That you loved. Um, that's really, you know, the, the start of how I got into to Davy Tree. So I'm interested. I want to talk more about how that went when you got there because you turned it into something special. But let's go back a little bit. You're the kid with the yellow card. You're the kid without a whole lot. You're the kid that showed up at the Davy Tree interview in muddy clothes and things of that sort. How do people? How did you keep the head trash out that you don't belong? That you're not good enough? That that uh, you're not like the rich kid across the street? And yet, like your your family said you were good enough, and the kids. We're talking behind your back. Like, how did you keep the positive mental attitude to keep trying to find something better for yourself? Well, a couple of ways. One, thankfully, we didn't have social media back then. Yeah, boy, tell you that. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that ruins a lot of kids' lives. I think it contributes to a lot of bad, but, but mm-hmm. we didn't have that. So, you know, what you did have is, is you know, you had your friends that you really got along with and and, and then your, your family. And and the support I got from, from my family is, you, you, you know, you're just judged, judged on what you have in your heart. Yeah. And that's what uh, that's what always drove me. And is that what drove you when you showed up at the interview in muddy clothes and and uh, you know, not not one not wondering whether you could make it or not? But is that what drove you is like I can do this, I've got heart? Because yeah. I'd have been scared to death. I'm showing up at this this corporate thing and this big big wig and a big job that I really want, and I'm just not good enough. That didn't happen for you. Well, no, you just uh I I kind of set the tone really said, Hey, I'm going to be coming from work. I'm probably going to be, yeah. uh, you know, in a situation, I'm not going to look that professional when he was in a local office and uh, uh, he couldn't have embraced it uh, any better. And he, That's he awesome. really, that just, you know, made it very easy to interview and, yeah. and, and help, uh, help me realize early on it. This might be a pretty good opportunity. Now, when you got there and you started, and now we're back to where we started the job, and it was a good opportunity for you. What did what kind of work were you doing? Did you have your sights on the position you're in right now? What were you trying to accomplish at that time? Well, when I first got there, it, it, I had no idea how big um, Davy Tree was. I had no idea the the opportunity, the potential. Um, you know, when I first started there. Uh, I was handed a, a a folder with all kinds of work, and he said, "All right." This is what the guy last year did. Let's see what you got. And truthfully, I, I came in on uh, Wednesday night, threw the book down, said, I'm done. What do you got for me the rest of the week? And he's like, I got this look. And he's like, well, last year took that guy all week. And I go, well, it doesn't take all week. Um, you need to go find some more work for me. And at that point, it, I mean, I, it, there was a connection between uh, Rick and I, but so it was just, um, you know, there was a lot of trust right out of the gate. They just trusted me to say, Hey, here you go, go out and, and, and make your thing, make your deal, you know, um, and, and figure out your craft. And I was, I was cutting grass. And then because we were doing that, we got done. I, they had to throw me and do something else. So it was some days it was landscape. Some day it was, it was, um, lawn care. Some days it was actually climbing trees and I don't belong in a tree. Yeah, I'll just say that right now. <laughs> so, um, but that's kind of how that all started. And, and um, you know, I got some great advice even before I went into to doing anything. My mom always told me, outwork and out hustle. Yeah. And, and if you do that, you'll be 
you'll be just fine. And, and I went in there thinking that same attitude is I'm going to outwork and out hustle everybody and anybody. And I'm going to let the cards play as they do. For what purpose? Because hourly wages and uh, minimum wages and salaries are going to be what they're going to be. You actually asked for more work. You're not making more pay. Explain that, that mindset to me. Well, it was funny is, and I joke about this because I talk about to the whole team. I was the lowest paid guy in that office. Hmm. I didn't care. I didn't care because it was again about still finding out who I was, what I was capable of, um, the opportunity that was in front of me. So I was still in a lot of discovery mode. Um, I didn't know what I didn't know. So there was, again, kind of going through that in my, in my boot camp. And, you know, you work with some, for some tree guys that, that carry some big egos. I mean, these guys that climb trees, you got to have a chip on your shoulder to be able to climb up 60, 80, 90 foot and do what they do. Um, so, you know, you got to deal with them telling you, this is how it is, young man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, but you just took it, you just took it. And then when I was on those crews, you know, if, if I was dragging brush, well, you just drag more brush than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And if you're on a landscape crew, you just dig more holes than everybody else. You know, you move more mulch. You just, you're out working out hustle, no matter what you do in life, whatever's in front of you. And it sounds to me like that's not a means to an end. It sounds to me like that's the end. Like every day, every moment, you're going to outwork and out hustle and then just see what the next day brings you. It's not so that you can get ahead. It's just that that's the way you're made. Is that right? Yeah. Again, my parents you know, brought yeah. me up to, you know, you got to keep going. Got to keep you know, going. Tomorrow brings, so you keep going. So is that is it that easy then, Mark? You just outwork and out hustle and you become the vice president and general manager in a national organization over 45 states in Canada? Or there's got to be something harder than that? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Davies is an incredible company. And, and you know, it, it just doesn't just happen like that. But at the same time, Davy recognizes the efforts of, of what the people are putting in, what your commitment is, what your investment is. And then they invest right back in you. So, you know... Not not every company does that, but I, you know, there's too many people out there that that focus on one or two things, and, and it's money, okay, and what's in it for me. And there's there's far bigger pictures, and companies can react and invest in you differently if you just give more. Don't 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 always ask for more. Give more, and I I think you'll find um, there's something there. So along the way. You're making these steps up. You started out mowing the grass and digging the holes and doing the things you got to do, and you were going to work harder. But working harder only gets you so far. And there's there's people out there that have the master's degrees and horticulture and all the different things, and they're book smarts, right? And you're out there digging holes and learning how to do it. At some point, did you have some head trash that says, okay, I've reached as far as I can get. I'm okay here, but this is just where I'm going to end up. Or did you see bigger things for yourself, no matter what, and just continue to work hard. How did that work for you? Was there ever any doubt? There had to have been. Um, there was times that you, you, you basically, you have speed bumps. Okay. Somebody that wasn't in it, the, the, you know, wasn't rowing in the same direction as you were, yeah. but you know, amazing what those people, those, what we call them destroyers, there's builders and destroyers in your life. And mm-hmm. those destroyers, they're usually not around very long. So when you have them, you just, Again, you keep keep working, keep grinding, keep going, and those destroyers will get rid of themselves. So, and and they do, and and you know they're temporary. So we, you know, keep keep working hard, you know, keep the focus straight ahead, and and um, good things happen. And and again, the company recognizes that. And and it isn't about what degree you have or don't have. 
it is. It's about what you what work uh, efforts you put forth, and good things happen. Yeah. Can you give me an example of a story, a destroyer type story, when you kind of thought that it was going to uh, kind of fall apart for you a little bit? Can you give me an example of that? Yeah, uh, got a good one actually. Um, <laughs> I spent about my first ten years. I was in what they called our RC, which is residential commercial division. And everything was combined at that time. So um, that was in late 90s, going into 2000, 2001. So the company focused to kind of split that off, made it want to make an effort to grow um, the tree care, plant health care, and then also wanted to grow commercial landscaping. So I was, my strengths were in the commercial landscape side, the maintenance side, snow removal side. So I I went over to that side. And originally when it happened, I was kind of talked to us that, hey, you're going to get looked at to, to kind of run all of Northeast Ohio. So literally kind of day one, I went in there and, and it was, oh, no, well, somebody else is going to do that. And I'm like, well, I didn't even get talked to about it. Hmm. I will t- that was a tough year. I'm not going to lie. That person, um, you know, on paper had some stuff, but but. He didn't, he didn't have the same drive and he was not a leader. So it was hard. Um, yeah. I spent a year with him. And as I shared earlier, he was a destroyer. He was the kind of guy that wouldn't come to work for weeks and be like, where is he? And I'm like, I don't care where he is. He's not here and he's not hurting us. So let's keep going with the business. That was my mentality. Mm-hmm. It was like, Hey, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to try to make him look bad. He's already doing that to himself. I'm a, I'm going to make sure that everybody here is here and taken care of because if this becomes mine, I need all of you. So that was my mentality of take care of who's here and don't worry about who's not here. So he he literally made it a year and, and like I said, destroyers worked themselves out. They were he worked himself out. Um, but that was the hardest year of my life because I didn't know. I mean, working for somebody that was just no direction, no leadership, uh, really just kind of undermined you. Did did a lot of different things. Um, it was, it was tough, but, uh, you know, my mom also, another thing my mom also told me was never let one person chase you out of a company or a job that you love. Hmm. And I've carried that. And he was one person. It was a tough situation, but I just, I kept going. Um, so, and, and I went from there, I, I took over to branch as branch manager for all of Northeast Ohio and, and carried that position for six plus years. Uh, it had great success growing it from uh, a million dollar operation to multi-million dollar operation and spread out from literally Illyria to Menor down to Canton. Yeah. So it was a big area. Where did your mom get all of her wisdom? I mean, she, she's sounds like an amazing person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little, little Italian woman. She's out of a cook too. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, but uh, no, she, she, uh, I think her mom and dad, yep. you know, uh, just, just the way she was brought up. I think it means everything, doesn't it? I mean, we, we can put all of our eggs into different baskets, but we can never go wrong if we stick with what family teaches us and, and move forward. And, and don't mom, worry about mom money. And dad, mom, and dad are, yeah, yeah. mom and dad are pretty smart. Yeah. Mom and dad are pretty smart. Hey, when that was going wrong, when, when you had that destroyer working, I mean, it, he might not have worked himself out after a year. He might've just kept going um, in that situation. You know, most people nowadays, I feel like if things aren't going right, they just leave. You know, the grass is greener somewhere else. You stuck it out. Um, did you see something in Davy Tree that you 
wanted to stick with no matter what? Or did you, you know, what, what kept you there while things were getting really hard? Because that takes grit too. Just holding on. Yeah, I was never going to leave the company. I okay. mean, I, I went through that position and always knew. And I had, again, these, you work a decade with this company, you develop some friendships that are unbelievable, the bonds that you have. And because you're working in some cases, it was 60, 70, 80 hours, loved it. Um, but you develop friendships and, and uh, you know, you have lunch with people every day, you just different things. So I, I had communicated well with, with the family that, that I had kind of left and moved over and they, they knew that something wasn't right. Yep. Um, at the same time, I was never leaving Dayton. Uh, there was never an option. Um, considered leaving the position, but never the company. Yeah. I think a lot, too many people don't have that. And and God bless you for having that kind of loyalty and realizing that, that you had to stick it out. So now you're with Davy tree and you're a leadership position. You've earned every piece of it. What's next. You've overcome a lot to get where you are now. Um, what's the next level of hurdles, uh, next struggles that you're going to have to do as far as far as a company goes, or just in your position moving forward to, uh, to make things work for Davy tree and for you, Mark. Well, after, you know, uh, well, being a branch manager, we, we did have great success, but it wasn't easy. I mean, when, when a lot of people talk about our industry, it's not glamorous. Um, you know, it, we, we, it's not high profile. A lot of parents are steering their kids to go and do something completely different because they don't understand that there can be a career, uh, in this industry. And so you battle with that all the time about people. You battle with, work ethic of people. There's just so yeah. many things. Um, you so know, hiring going forward is a, is a hard thing. That's something you really got to figure out. Well, hiring for the last 20 years has only gotten harder. And I, I, I I'm not looking forward to the next, uh, yeah. other than it, it's a challenge. Yeah. Um, we, we, we embrace challenges, but it, it's hard, you know, yeah. and I think that's going to be the, for any industry out there right now as people, as, as we're, we're hearing you, you every day in the news. That's all you hear and read about. Yeah. Um, so, so I became, got into, um, uh, became a regional manager. So at that point then I was overseeing nine operations that were spread across the country. Yeah. And that wasn't easy because then you find out, um, you know, a Northern Ohio boy doesn't, doesn't talk and think like somebody from Florida. Yeah. Okay. Or from from Washington D.C. or Northern Virginia, or you know all these different areas, but but you had to go figure out a way to get people to to believe in you, to buy buy in what what you're doing, and and also recognize that you're you're there as a support to them, um, and that and that wasn't easy. That really wasn't because again, a lot of people have worked really hard to get to the to the position they were in. I was promoted not them. So there was a little bit of a wall that was put up um, that just naturally happens. It's like, oh, you're that guy. Um, yep. But, you know, worked hard with the team, let them know that, you know, I'm not going to get in the way and I'm not going to disrupt and, and tried to be, you know, uh, a helping hand along the way. Yeah. Uh, but the challenge, you know, the challenges of, you know, you had to take your local issues and multiply them by nine because that's really what that became. But but it go back to the to the, to the what I had shared earlier about you know finding another level and people you know went with that. I mean, really, it was about 
letting them recognize that they're capable of this, believing in themselves, believing in the team, delegating and, and kind of building a, a championship team, as we call it. Yeah. And I, and I congratulate you for, for taking your upbringing, your opportunities to kind of throw it in yourself when it was hard and, and uh, people talking behind your back and, and, and those kinds of things uh, to now being able to be in a leadership position to help others overcome those things and to be the hard worker and to, and to believe in themselves and to move something bigger than themselves forward. So uh, God bless you and, and congratulations on your success and for overcoming the hurdles on the way over. So uh, Mark Swozel, he's the general manager and vice president of Davy Tree and the, the commercial landscaping division. And Davy Tree is an amazing company. The Dash of Grit podcast is brought to you by Spire. Spire creates results-driven digital marketing and websites that help companies grow. Are you ready to break through the barriers that hold your company back? Take your growth higher with Spire. Learn more at spiread.com. And this has been a tremendous show. Mark, I'm just thrilled to have met you in the first place. I love the uh, the bootstrap mentality of getting it done. Nothing's going to stop me. There's all kinds of things in the way. There's all kinds of things that could be easier, but I'm going to get it done. And that, that work until you can't work anymore ethic has gotten you amazing places. And thank you for sharing that story. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you, Mark, being on the guest on Dash of Grit. We do this once every week, and you can hear all kinds of other amazing stories of overcoming hurdles and challenges and showing grit on the way to success at dashofgrit.com and wherever you find your podcast. Until we meet again, stay gritty and win the day. This is a Dash of Grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. 